0: big sight <laughs> new hey.
1: hello and welcome back to another episode of 52 and 52 a podcast where we watch at least one movie a week for a the year and record an episode about it today we're going to be talking about all eyes on me the new tupac biopic i am again joined by josh um how's it going today man good just uh
2: ready to talk about my favorite subject rap music <laughs> i know
1: i know i actually texted andy actually not texted him when i was uh playing xbox with him and we were in chat and i asked him if he was gonna see this movie i was like you're gonna make me do a rap uh movie podcast with josh he said yeah i'm not i'm not seeing all eyes on me i yeah, said all right
2: we, yeah we never did a podcast on straight out of compton so i guess this is like the first one
1: did we really why didn't we do one because that came out it?
2: that came out before we started the pod that came out like, oh, like okay
1: the beginning of yeah. our our second
2: wow our, our, it came out that long ago or beginning of our last year of law school yeah
1: so damn yeah that's crazy mm-hmm. um yeah so i guess just a little background uh josh not really a music not really especially rap music guy um me on the other hand tupac is like i mean i grew up with tupac he's my favorite artist of all time um had tupac posters in my room dating back till i was like eight years old which sounds crazy but it's true um i don't i don't know why my sisters were into rap music when we grew up in cleveland and just listen to tupac and so like i actually wrote uh, my college essays like to get into college on tupac and like the theory that he's still alive, or if he's dead, he didn't die when they say he died in September 1996. So
2: yeah we'll get to that later. But after this uh movie, I'm actually more convinced than ever that you're probably right.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: what What makes you say that? Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, if you just want to talk about that now, because like it,
1: more, it has to do more. No, with, I, like, I, a, no, I was just I was just like giving context. Like I I know like everything <laughs> about the guy that was presumably going to be in this movie. So
2: more just because of what what he fit in in his life in the time between he, when he got out of prison and his death. Sure. Is basically yeah. like how
1: busy he was during that time. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, so for me, it's it's kind of crazy. There hasn't really been a Tupac movie. I, Tupac Resurrection came out. That was less of a movie and more of like a, a kind of documentary type thing. Um, and I mean, it's been 20 years, 21 years now. Uh, and I don't know if because Straight Up Compton was so successful that we've That this was sort of fast tracked a little bit, but I mean, we've had a couple Notorious B.I.G. movies come out, maybe two or three, I think, that have come out since he died. Um, So it's interesting. This is the first, like, action (laughs) movie, but.
2: Yeah, well, I guess uh, um, I don't. I wonder what it has to do. I I should have read up a little more on it, but I'm sure it has something to do with just the rights to his music and um yeah well his and, I mean, family too
1: because his, 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 his mom didn't his, die until last year
2: so she had to pro- she, I'm, I'm assuming she was probably a little involved in um getting allowing this to even happen in the first place
1: um, no, no i'm pretty sure his family was way against this movie coming out because they want i think they wanted to make their own movie but the, but, but, they,
2: but so how? Do, oh, I guess I mean I guess you might you would know better than me how the rights to this music works. But you got to have the rights to the music. I think that to it was like a movie. court
1: thing, but they got the rights to make a movie about his life. Oh, okay. Whoever made the movie, they won something to be able to make the movie about him. Oh wow! I'll have to I'll
2: have to read up on that. But I I assume maybe it was just, it was like his family being a little involved. So that, that's actually pretty interesting. If they weren't involved, just given how. Uh, different that is from Straight Outta Compton and how both yeah. of us are kind of in agreement that probably the if there's one weakness to Straight Outta Compton, it's that the, the principals were a little too involved maybe, um, and yeah. here they were uninvolved, and I don't, I mean, I'd say that I mean, We still kind of
1: had the same problems, th-
2: th- Well, this is a far worse movie. I'd say that it had some of those issues, maybe not quite to the extent that Straight Outta Compton did, but you would know more about uh, Tupac's legal troubles and exactly how yeah. accurately they, they were portrayed than I did, and yeah, so that's part of it.
1: Yeah, I mean that's definitely part of it. It's, I mean, it's not really up to me. I don't know. I don't. I don't think anybody knows how accurate it is besides the three guys and her. Right. So it's hard to, to say because well, to well, me the, they. Well, not, they just, not even not
2: even just the thing, the sexual assault allegations, but yeah. also. Oh yeah, I mean, but, but yeah, like because yeah. like, they say at one point in passing, you know, he's been in and out, like he's been arrested like ten times in the last four years. Like, wait, what? Yeah. For someone that's not yeah. super familiar with all the things that he might have gotten in trouble for, yeah. they really brush over the fact that he had like. Like ten arrests before that, and it's like I wonder how serious those were they because they don't really they chose not to really tell us what they were, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's interesting the choices they make for for like I was just thinking about how someone like you who probably like I don't know how much you know about Tupac going into the movie probably not not much if at all. I, I'm a little bit. Um, but yeah. it, it, like the way that they told the story. Um, like did it feel like complete to you did it feel like okay now i sort of know who this guy is or like what did you take out of the movie
2: yeah i mean it was probably a little too complete if you ask me because it tried to do the traditional biopic thing and that there's a very high degree of difficulty in doing that and keeping a movie to be really entertaining i think uh shadow compton did that fairly well but even they didn't try and start when those guys were five years old so uh, yeah, it, it picks up; it, it, pick, it picks up right at the beginning of when NDA, NWA is coming together. Whereas here, it tries to give you literally the from the womb to the end story, and literally, <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and um, the, we're, we 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 usually don't talk about it beforehand, but I was really curious to get a little bit of your initial thoughts. And I think we're both in agreement that the first forty-five minutes of this movie are pretty terrible um yeah awful and and that's because they're trying to tell this story about his hard knock life growing up and it's just not very well done and super corny if you ask me it feels like that was that that those first 45 minutes were like almost directed by a different director if you ask me and i'm not i'm I'm not going to come here and say that the the rest of the movie is awesome but it was just especially bad and noticeably way worse than the rest of it to me
1: yeah and the thing that's interesting is I don't think that they're incorrect in trying to sort of give us context for how he grew up and his life because right. to me like it's super important and it really defined who he was and like what path he ends up taking in his life and um and I, 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 I sorry go ahead go ahead No I was just, no, I was say- just saying I, I No, you go, you go.
2: No, well, I was just going to say, so I'm not saying that stuff's not important. It just wasn't well done because I found some of that stuff No, it was awful. I found some of that stuff though kind of useful down the road. I'd I'd say one of my favorite moments of the movie, and not in a I'm having fun way, but in – wow, this is actually kind of powerful, was when – he meets up with Jada Pinkett outside of her movie trailer later on. And, mm-hmm. and that is informed by what happened and just how far back they go. Cause that, 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 I mean, like I knew some stuff about Tupac. I had no idea about their friendship. And, yeah. uh, so you see him when he's starting to really be on the upswing in his career and he has that really nice moment with her. And right outside the trailer, where they're joking with each other, and he's so happy. And I, like I said, I don't know a ton, but I knew that he obviously got into some pretty heavy rap beef stuff, which probably led to his, or led to when what the the point at which people thought he died. Uh, or sure. if, if if we want to just go, keep talking as if he didn't die at this that moment, but whatever. <laughs> That's not a good moment for him, regardless, because of what the choices he's made in his life. So you have that moment with Jada Pinkett where they're really happy and his career is taking off. And then my head goes to, wow, I know there's some dark shit ahead for this guy. And I felt like really sad in that moment just knowing that and seeing how happy he was there. And I think part of that is just knowing that, like, wow, he goes way back with her and it's like, wow, we made it. And that's kind of sad. So that's informed by that point in their life. It's just that early point in his life was just a not very well-made part of the movie.
1: Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I I think the problem I have is – I didn't see the movie until like f- what well, four or five, six days after it came out. And by that point, Jada had already gone on her Twitter ran and everything about how – OK, I missed The that. stuff with her yeah, – oh, yeah. She went about how like basically everything with her and Tupac was like not uh, truthful for the most part. Just sort of like they didn't really do a service to their relationship, so to their sa- friendship.
2: Is she, is she saying they weren't friends
1: or just that it – No, she just – she's just saying they may just made shit up basically between the two of them
2: oh okay well I, okay well n- n- yeah. now knowing that it feels a little different but i mean i don't think <laughs> yeah. it, it didn't portray her bad i guess she just no no, to no. It. she just was she... saying
1: it wasn't like a true Accurate? portrayal of their yeah
2: well i mean come on
1: she's man, saying it's that, hollywood like you're not gonna yeah sure sure she's just saying like th- they just made up these things that happened oh, okay. between us gotcha. basically gotcha um but yeah, I mean, the, the beginning is, is just wild. Like, it just, it's so hard to believe that, like, they watched it and were like, yeah, yeah, we nailed it. Like, this is good writing. This is good acting. You
2: know, it was really bad. I, in addition, just, you, know, you, know, you know what I thought the worst part was, in addition to that stuff? The score. Uh, I don't know if you kind of uh, noticed, like, every time something serious is about to happen, 10 seconds before it happened, they started playing that really serious music. And it's like, wow, this is, like, really yeah. corny as hell.
1: Yeah, and it's crazy because it shouldn't be like the stuff that he went through his mom, his sister, like it shouldn't be corny at all, I feel like. But they just take it and make it as like generic, uh, troubled African American child, African American family as it could be, and it just didn't need to be that way. I did die though, as Marlo Stanfield just showing up playing playing uh stepdad, but um
2: I felt bad for him, too. I mean, I was like, wow. I mean, like, I, he's actually... I've I, i, I I've been telling you to watch and that, uh He's actually done some cool yeah, stuff on there. Yeah, he's, he's actually really good in that. But it's like, he's probably been waiting for a while to actually, like... Because he's been working in TV for a while to, like, get a part yeah. in a movie that's, like, a good part. And he's probably like, wow, I'm going to get to be Tupac's, like, Black Panther dad. This would be a meaty part for me to sink my teeth
1: into. And then it's just...
2: Ugh, God.
1: Yeah, it wasn't great. Um, and then they... I don't know. I just... The movie was just not—it didn't feel genuine at all to me, and I know we'd said, like, the latter half of the movie is better than the first half, but it to me, it still—it wasn't good. Like, uh, this, to, like all around, I would say, this is not a good movie.
2: No, I guess I I guess I was just, like, surprised that I didn't mind the second half, so I was probably a little positive and more positive than I probably should have been in the review that I wrote up on Letterboxd. But what kind of intrigued me about the second part of the movie was that we're just seeing like slightly different perspectives of everything we saw in Straight Outta Compton, and I still like I I was happy that I didn't find it bad or like outright bad or uh, too like too familiar to keep
1: my interest. In spite of that, but do you think part of that was you just not knowing about his life really at that point, or like what was going to happen? Yeah,
2: well, I mean, because he yeah, well, I guess the larger point I want to make is how interesting I think that his life is, in that so much happens in like seven years it's just like it's so amazing that he made such it was said he made such an impact in such a short amount of time but what's even more amazing i think is that is that time period from um february 95 to his death uh because it's just insane like so much happens there it's like he like well first i didn't know you could like get bailed out of jail just because you had an appeal and i guess that really happens i was like really like wow shook just like just like paid money and he got out of jail for sexual assault like i was like wow i didn't i'm a lawyer and i didn't know you could that that could be a thing that could happen that seems a little funny uh so it's funny that that happens and like there's still like just that from that moment like he gets out to la and he makes like three records and gets a girlfriend and goes through all the drama at death row and it's like less than like basically a year and a half which is just insane and like I, i i like thinking about that compressed time period a lot and i guess maybe that's why it gave me the more bonus points for the movie in my head that i just Found it kind of amazing that like I, I just enjoyed learning about that part of his life. Because you see him for like three seconds and straight out of Compton, and I didn't really exactly yeah. know how his relationship with Death Row came to be.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um it, but it's similar, right? Is he's not really making money, similar to Jerry, and then they go over to Suge and you know it's 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 kind of similar the way that works out. Um I just I I don't know, I guess just like knowing the music that he puts out in that time period and knowing like what he wanted the music to like symbolize and everything. And then just the way that they sort of just made it so generic and rushed through it. It just didn't yeah. really do it. It didn't do anything for yeah, me. Yeah,
2: Cause even in, um, in straight out of Compton, like it's a little on the nose where it's like they have the encounter with the police and then they go right. Fuck the police. It's still cool to yeah. see like what inspires the music and no, for and, sure. Yeah, and, for and, sure. I, and that's, what's cool about that movie And here. It's, it's uh, not as apparent exactly why he wants, what he wants to say about life. And there maybe could have been a little more you could have worked into that because he's pumping out so much music. But that's what's incredible is how prolific he was. You know, he made and that's what I was going to say. It's like he could not have taken a break like in, in in the in that in that in the 18 months he's he makes three platinum albums or whatever it's like and then we release and seven are released after he dies it's like did he so essentially you're saying that he just had like if if he didn't die then he just somehow had time to write like 10 albums between getting (laughs) out of prison and then
1: yeah Um, he had tons of music saved up is the is the story yeah so it's like so it's like
2: he someone that prolific has a lot to say and um I'm sure he had some thoughts about just the, the way African-Americans are treated and, um, and ending up in prison like he did and seeing all the things he saw in prison, but um, it's, it's, he, it's clear he's very motivated. I don't know if the movie exactly conveys what he's wanting to say when he's writing all that music in the short amount of time, but I still enjoyed learning about all, all of what went on with his life in that time period.
1: Yeah, and I, I think one of the better scenes was – and it, the problem is it still has, like, problems with it. But one of the better scenes was when he's at – uh was it, Interscope right, doing right, the right. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, Brenda's Got a Baby I was stuff?
2: say that. So he he does get into um, it. He does get into it there, that's for sure.
1: Uh, because that's, that's a really powerful song. And when it came out, like, that was uh, – I know it was, like, pretty wild. And still, like, to this day, like, people talk about, like, how serious that song is and everything – um, and, he, but the thing again, it's, it's just so on the nose for the entire movie where he's literally people in this movie talk in, in song lyrics and it bothers me so much. And I know you didn't catch all because you don't know <laughs> it, it, the song. It, it, it can't, you can't, you can't be bothered by that if you don't know the song <laughs> lyrics in the first But place. like later on when he gets out and him and like when him and Dre and him and Snoop are making Two of America's Most Wanted and they're making California Love and they're like talking to each other with song lyrics that end up in the song and oh, it's like i'll take your it. <laughs> it's so fucking lame uh snoop just like comes up to him and he's like hey ain't nothing but a gangster party and then like that's like part of the hook in, in two of america's most wanted and i think snoop even says two of america's most wanted to and like that's the name of the song and they're like talking to each other and they do this thing in the movie where it like they like talk about something or something happens and then they play like one verse from a song that addresses it and then they just stop and they move on to another scene and they do it like three or four times in a row uh, in the last like quarter of the movie and it's like like I love these songs and like the movie's better when like there's the music and you're seeing it and uh, all that but it it was just too much for me to like handle i guess
2: right so i guess that that was kind of when the movie was zipping along a little more and i was enjoying it and i just couldn't be bothered by that stuff because i didn't know the music and i don't think the movie is targeted towards guys that don't know the music like me even though i'm even though though i'm still gonna go see the movie anyway um
1: i'm pretty sure demetrius ship was like lip singing too right like i'm like 90 percent sure he wasn't actually rapping in all of those scenes did
2: you did you like him Enjoying, like um I mean I I, I I enjoyed watching him, but I'm I, I, I'm not the one to say whether or not he captured Tupac's essence.
1: Man, it's tough, right? Because a lot of people are giving him credit and I and like he looks remarkably like Tupac, and I think he did a really good job like trying to capture all of the all of like the little stuff. And I think he did a pretty good job. I, the actual like performing stuff didn't really sit with me. Um it was like uh whatever and i think part of it is because i don't think he was actually like rapping hmm. and i think the other thing is like when he's just playing tupac not the rapper just the person he does a pretty good job i just think that they didn't actually let him like emote the things that tupac actually feels more than him not emoting it hmm. because he can't do it if that makes sense i think it was more of the writing was just really bad that he did as well, as he could have, but I just I don't think it was like, wow, I'm watching like Tupac right now, I it, whereas it, and I hate keeping comparing it to straight out of Compton, oh, but inevitable. like Ice Cube and Dre and everybody like they were spot on. Um, I don't know if they were actually seeing, you the, know, they, they were. They were. They were. Oh, but really? I'm saying with all the idiosyncrasies, like they were like they captured who those people were, or who those people are or whatever. Um, and I'm just, I, I just think the writing just didn't do it justice because it just made him like a generic dude when he has so much to say and stands for so much more than. Is that what so, he is so,
2: so? In Straight of Compton, that's actually Osei Junior. When they, when he's doing the no Vaseline scene, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, because I, I, I actually went back and like tried to compare it. And I couldn't tell if it was different or not. So I was. Like I'm really pretty, pretty sure
1: excited. there was an article where they all talked about how they recorded everything themselves and they wrapped and everything.
2: Oh well, more power to him then. I didn't, I, I didn't realize that. So that, that's yeah. Pretty cool. um, the, so, do you, so I guess you probably realized that the guy that played uh, Biggie, same guy that played him in Notorious like eight years ago.
1: Oh, was it? Yeah, okay.
2: seen, and I'd seen Notorious, which I know is I mean, have seen surprising. Notorious too, but... Which is yeah. weird because that guy was too old to play Biggie then because he was like 29, like playing like 18-year-old Biggie out of high school through the rest of his life. Yeah. And now that guy's like 39 and he's play, still playing Biggie in a movie at the same yeah. time period. Um, like, but I mean, it's whatever. He seemed pretty comfortable doing it unsurprisingly. Um... Again, I'm not one to really
1: say if, how Yeah, I mean, well they kind of made him movie. feel a little like stupid. Um, sort of like had Tupac like trying to talk to him like with like these big ideas and big words. Mm-hmm. And then Biggie's just like, what do you mean, man? I just want to make money. Na, 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 and it's like, I don't know. Their relationship is a lot more complex than that. I, I mean, as yeah, is obvious and, and, and from later on in the movie.
2: I don't really, I mean, so
1: his whole falling
2: out with the people in New York, was it. W- was it primarily over that sexual assault thing, or was it over other stuff? No. Uh, okay, because he kind of no, made no, it seem no. like it was so, more about the sexual assault, and I kind of remembered from watching Notorious
1: that there was more to it, but I couldn't really remember what the story was. Basically, what happens is when Tupac gets shot in the bottom of the recording studio the first time, mm-hmm. um, he thought that they basic. The story goes he thought they set him up because mm-hmm. like they were upstairs and he was they knew he was coming, and then he got shot. And whatever and so he sort of started having beef with them and then um uh biggie went so in two box in jail right um and then you remember that scene in jail where the he tells him to turn the radio up mm-hmm. uh so that that's like a pretty crucial thing they sort of like if someone like you is not gonna understand mm-hmm. but biggie wrote a song called who shot you um. and it basically starts the song off and there's like five bullets that get shot like similar to how Tupac got shot five times and Mm -hmm. it basically like raps about Tupac getting shot (laughs) and not not claiming that he did it but sort of like using it as a thing and so Tupac and everyone takes that as Biggie was part of him being shot kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um which is I mean, I don't know, I feel like it's a pretty important sort of character moment <laughs> if you're going to include that in the movie they just like you have no there's no reason you would know that right he just tells him to turn it up and you hear a rap song which you barely even hear the words to yeah but, but I, I i don't fault them for me not getting that you know i mean the, the people that know no no people, for sure but at the same time they they didn't like do it any justice because
2: or you mean they uh, should have just made it feel like a more dramatic moment than they did basically so,
1: yeah, yeah for yeah, sure yeah. because they spend the some of the next parts of the movie where tupac Uh, claims he has sex with Faith Evans, Mm -hmm. and then he writes Hit Him Up, which is, like, the greatest rap diss of all time, Mm -hmm. and starts off the song with, uh, first off, it doesn't matter, it's explicit, but basically raps about having sex with Biggie's wife Mm -hmm. um, and talks shit about him for, like, a verse and then says, like... I don't even know why I'm on this track. I'm going to let on my friends rap because you don't deserve me even talking shit about you kind of thing, Um, which they, and they, they have the thing and it's sort of a big moment. And then they have the thing where Jada comes in and is like, why are you talking about having sex with faith? And then they fight and it's like a whole thing, but they just don't really do a good job with the context of it because there's no reason you would know any of that like was a thing, but it was like a super big thing at the time. Hmm. And still to that. this day with the East Coast, West Coast stuff, and they sort of glossed over all that with Snoop and everything. But um, I don't know. What did you think of Suge in this movie versus – Yeah, sort of- I
2: wanted to ask about that because I think the guy – I mean I know I know enough to know he's like a crazy motherfucker. But I think the guy in – like this guy's a good actor too. I think the guy in Straight out of Compton almost is more unstable while this guy is just straight scary. And I'm sure there are – he has both sides of that to him as a person. Um, I thought that it was maybe a little more I- interesting performance in Straight of Compton, but I'm sure that... The real Shug had moments like the one in this movie did as well. Is kind of where. Well,
1: I was but at. he did that and he did that in Straight Outta Compton too. I found it much more menacing in Straight Outta Compton. Like, remember yeah. when that guy parks in his parking spot or whatever? Yeah, yeah, freaks and, out. And like, and that's what
2: I remember. I remember his eyes more than anything. Yeah, the guy's sure. eyes in Straight Outta Compton, and that's what kind of sticks with me. And that, that's super scary. And I mean, yeah, I'm not saying that, that the guy here is scarier, but that's it was more of a one note. I'm just going to be super scary. Whereas sure, that just the, the instability of him. Because, like, here, I mean, well, yeah, he's, like, just messing people up over fancy dinners, which is not that it's – not that that is stable, but just that they had that guy have it with those face – with the way that guy acted with his face and his eyes in Straight Outta Compton in the parking lot scene is what kind of still sticks with me, even though it's probably been about a year since I re-watched I mean, I've rewatched Straight Outta Compton. It's sure. probably been a year at this point, but that really stuck with me. Like, I, th- I, thought, I thought this guy was good, too, but the one in Straight Outta Compton is – I think there was more going on with that performance.
1: Yeah, I agree. And the thing is, like, this guy did a fine job. Like, Suge is sort of hard to capture because he's sort of mysterious at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, He's got, like, a lot of uh, sort of, like, ghost stories about him, you know what I mean, Mm. Uh, where people tell. But I think it's interesting because it's, like, a different relationship with him and Tupac versus him and NWA and those guys and Dre and everybody. Um, But, I I mean, I think that he did a fine job. I just – it's hard to go from watching Strider content, which is such a better – such better writing to this and just be like, eh, I sort of seen this already before, not too long ago.
2: Yeah, and then the, the other thing was I actually – the other thing I was going to say, we didn't specifically talk about it even though I said I enjoyed seeing – Tupac's uh, relationship with Death Row was – the thing about him like wanting to go off and do his own thing and then Shug, Shug making him that offer to essentially have his – to have the East Coast Death Row or whatever it was called or Death Row East. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, Death Row East. Yeah, yeah. I mean I thought that was interesting because like, he's seen how freaking crazy Shug is, but at the same time, I I didn't totally blame him for like taking him up on the offer because that's a
3: –
1: Yeah, for, well, that's a, what he says – that's what he says to his girl because he's like, even if I wanted to leave, I couldn't.
2: Well, and yeah, there's probably a lot of truth in that statement, but I'm just curious. I mean, if he if 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 he actually had legal, is it like if if Shug had been wanted to just let him out, but he was making that offer just for the sake of it, like that's a to do what he it would have been really hard for him to do on his own what suge was this all the all the infrastructure they already had at death row yeah and to see that it it was a it was a pretty understandable decision despite how crazy he had already seen suge was at that point yeah
1: no question no question i think in that sort of uh, time especially as a rapper like he sort of looked past some things um but no i mean it's it's a thing that happened and it's believable and you understand why he did it and they did a fine job explaining that uh i guess it's just whatever um
2: i want to go back and watch his movies now and it, it's really interesting to think because I, I i started to watch juice of like a few weeks ago and then i oh too, I,
1: I was like what movies are you talking about yeah yeah no, yes. I, I, yeah, yeah well i, yeah, felt, juice I, well, I fell is asleep good.
2: it wasn't because of the movie i just started at like 1 in the morning sure and i just didn't get back to it so i intend to do that and above the rim and it's really cool that he was a good actor and i guess that's kind of i didn't i that was the other thing about his time in baltimore that i didn't know i didn't know that was how kind of how he started out um was like yeah. training that way at that school and so it's cool that he had that in his arsenal and he was, like, still interested in doing it even once his rap career took off even more where, like, when the sexual assault things in the middle of um in the middle of just developing and he's upset that he loses higher learning. Um, yeah. he, he really intended to keep that up all the way throughout, and it would have been cool to see what kind of career he would have had because by all accounts, even though I haven't seen these movies, it seems like people really did respect his ability as an actor, and it's really interesting to wonder, like, how long he would have kept up with that stuff if his life would have gone on.
1: Yeah, he's actually I think the last movie he did uh was called uh Gang Related. And it came out in 97 and it's with uh Jim Belushi. Huh. And they like are kind of like crooked cops uh basically. Um I, I I don't know if I I don't think the movie is like well uh uh like received or whatever, but mm-hmm. I think the performance is really good. I just like Tupac. I, I enjoy the movie. It's not like the best movie ever, but I definitely add that to the list too. Um, and I, I mean he was a good actor and he wrote poetry and he did all this other stuff. Like there's so some, some much that's interesting about him that they didn't even really cover. Like even the stuff with the movies was kind of corny. Like they just like panned out and he's wearing the juice jacket – the director is wearing the juice jacket and it's like – Like, we get it, man. And then they're like, they have that where they're showing the scene and he's like, Pa, you killed it, man. And it's like, dude, come (laughs) on. Like, I don't think things really happen this way. It was, it it was super corny. And the thing is, the movie is so long. And yeah, I mean, they, I don't know. They, 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 what biopic isn't though, you know? Yeah, I guess, I guess that's true, but most of them are better than this. So Mm-hmm. it's disappointing, but, um, yeah, it's, just, it's yeah. Just,
2: like, like I said, it's, it's, it's amazing the kind of impact that he made in such a short amount of time. And he was clearly a, special, a special, a special person with a lot to offer the world and flawed too. And like we're saying, who knows how accurately the movie captured that, but someone, a a character in person of this magnitude just kind of deserved a little better, you know, or a lot better for if you're going to actually give them the full biopic treatment, I just wish they would have not rushed it. If that's what you're saying, it seems like they kind of did. I wish they would have really gotten it right. I think, and and that's not to say they can't make another one down the road, but it's just annoying that the first bite at the apple wasn't so great.
1: Yeah, I, w- I would recommend watching Tupac Resurrection and just it, – it's just a more interesting movie to watch than this is because um, he's just such a fascinating guy and there's so much mystery about him even though he was only 26. Like there there's like so much about him that they just didn't even really care about. Um, but I don't know. I mean – uh, the, it looked corny, and it ended up being corny. And it's just, for me, as someone who like cares about Tupac so much, it's like hard to deal with because I want more from this kind of movie. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it was it, it was kind of problematic though the way they did like the the sexual assault stuff because they sort of just felt like they gave him a pass for it. Um,
2: well, it's clearly yeah. like it's clearly felt like it was being told from the like like he was a producer on the movie and he did nothing wrong and we don't sure. know we don't know if it was that clear cut or not and yeah like you said no one's ever going to know but it, it clearly felt like his people were behind it, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And which it feels like it it could be problematic. Um which again straight out of Compton had that that problem too. And it, it's still a good movie. Uh, this not a good movie, so it becomes more unforgivable, it feels like. Mm-hmm. But um it's interesting because I feel like the stuff – they sort of address – I don't know if it was – a they had like a TV interview in the background or something where someone was talking to him about how uh, like it can be seen that he degrades women even though he claims he cares about women and like using bitch and shit like that in his rap lyrics. And I think that's a interesting juxtaposition in rap music and always has been and they didn't really – Dive into it here. They sort of mentioned it, and then they cut to him making a uh, making a song, and then just I think they shouting did. out the ladies. Yeah, and they, they,
2: they. I think they did a little. They actually did do a little more with that here than they did in Trade Out of Compton. At least the the the, the just the way women are talked about in rap music.
1: Um, oh yeah, no, no, no question, no question. But at the same time, like it's not whatever they did here was not like good enough either. No,
2: no, it's not. Yeah, it's not like they really. Fully, I mean, it's it's a very interesting territory to mine. I'm sure, like you, have a lot more thoughts on that than I do. I don't, because I can't really name, I can't, I can't really give you more than one verse of any one rap song. But I mean, I think it's pretty interesting because I don't, I don't think many people doubt that rap music is a worthwhile, a worthwhile art. But it's something that you have to reconcile yeah. with. And I don't know if you've seen a movie really do that in an interesting way. So a better version yeah. of this movie maybe does try and delve into that a little more.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, there still was good moments, like when his mom is leaving the jail and they're playing dear mama in the background, like, Mm -hmm. and she's like crying, like that was a good moment. And when she comes back from rehab and he meets up with her and everything, like there's a couple good moments in there. Um, I just, I just wish it would have been better. Honestly, that's, that's all. I just, I don't know what else to say. I I love the guy. So, but that's the thing is he's, he's flawed, but he's also like super interesting which seems like the perfect kind of person to like be able to make a movie about and tell it from whatever angle or whatever you could even just focus on like a small thing or a small part of it like you said like just the last 18 months where he's coming out of jail putting out records that alone could be a two-hour movie
2: yeah Um, and maybe like uh, and i feel like i I talked about some of this when i did that jackie pod and i like it's cool to just as opposed to doing the full biopic pick one interesting part of a person's life and that probably would have been it if you do it for him. Um,
1: yeah. Because and the so the last happened. twenty minutes are just not good either, where they're like trying to dramatize his death. Like everybody knows what happens. You don't need to.
2: Are you? He's like, standing outside the hotel room. Do you want to go?
1: Are you? I know. Stay? And she she walks to the door and he walks back to the <laughs> door, but the door is closed. It's like, bro, come on, man. Like I wonder. It's like, how, hey, man. I wonder are, if he's gonna go. It's like, hey, bodyguard, don't come with me in the car. Which actually did happen. He he just wanted to ride with Suge, but then. It's just crazy, man. I don't know. I think they would have. it would have been cool if they did a little bit more of like – if they were doing like a flashback or something or a, where they actually had like real footage from him doing something that was like when they're doing the interviews in the jail or the security camera from the casino oh. where he beats up the guy.
2: I don't know. Yeah, the interview in the jail, I really didn't like either. Like I, oh, it was bad. I, I, I talk a ton on this podcast about how I really like interviewing scenes, but instead of making an interesting interview, it was just like a way to have a voiceover without doing a voiceover actually, and which is just yeah, it, it was really annoying and unnecessary to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a great way to to do the movie. I don't think, but. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have anything else to to add to to the all eyes on me pod, Josh? No, I
2: think I think I think it's a small miracle I had thirty minutes of stuff to say about a movie <laughs> about a rapper, and we should be happy with that.
1: <laughs> but I think at the same time, it sort of sparked a little bit of interest for you to at least like sort of l- l- read up on Tupac more, or check some things out. That yeah, that dude, his life's fucking crazy. Like, how, how
2: do you shoot those yeah. dudes in the back and not go to jail? It's like. I mean, there's so many interesting things that happen in his life, and that's why it's so insane for a movie about him not to be better. You know, I def- I definitely was m- way way excited to go to just go to his Wikipedia after watching it, which just shows you. But it was literally exactly the same too. thing
1: as the movie, a Wikipedia form, but.
2: But like, yeah, I mean, like, I, but I was like, did that really happen? You know, it's like I could recognize it wasn't a good movie, but still be pretty interested in the subject matter, which shows that like it probably was the movie probably wasn't put in the best hands.
1: Yeah, it, it definitely was, and it was directed by Benny Boom, who does Empire, um, which is way better than this movie, but all just, at the same time, it's just a different format, and it, it, like, wants to be corny, whereas the Tupac movie is— Corny by accident. Should be, yeah, should be taken a little bit more seriously, um, mm-hmm. but, yeah, definitely let us know what you guys think. Um, obviously, Josh is not the, uh, the rap music expert for the pod, but— um, as far as the movie goes, we can we can talk about that all day. So if you guys want to find us, you can find Josh on Twitter at
2: Josh Chernavoy, J-O-S-H-J-U-R-N-O-V-O-Y.
1: I'm at Aclambic, A-K-L-A-M-B-A-K-E. Our podcast Twitter is 52 and 52 pod Podcast email is 52in52pod at gmail.com. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.
0: Big sight. <laughs> New. Hank. Go Big sir. Yeah. Y'all know how this you know, all eyes on me. <laughs> Roll up in the club. Right. All eyes on me. All eyes on me. You know what? I bet you got it twisted. You don't know who to trust. So many player hatin' niggas tryna sound like us. Say they ready for the fuck, but I don't think they know it. Straight to the depths of hell, is where them cowards going. Where all you still damn niggas, the day they finally freed me, I got a caravan of niggas every time we ride, hitting motherfuckers up when we pass by, until I die, live life of a boss player, cause even when I'm high, fuck with me and get worse later, the future's in my eyes, cause all I want is cash and things, a five double O, Bins want flashy brains. Uh. bitches pursue me like a dream, been known to disappear before your eyes, It's like a dope thing, it seems, my main thing was to be major, paid the game, sharper than the The first and fifth thing, they might hold me for a second, but we will not get me. We got four niggas and low riders and ski masks screaming thug life. Every time they pass, all eyes on me. Little life of a thug nigga, Until a day die.
3: Me G. Can't you see I'm busted free? Niggas can't
0: stand me, all eyes on me Little life is a thug, nigga Until the day I die Little life is a boss play All eyes on me All eyes on me Little life is a thug, nigga Until the day I die Little life is a boss play All, all eyes, eyes on, on me The fans is watching Plotting to get me Will I survive, will I die? Come on, let's to the possibility Giving me charges Lawyers making a grip I told the judge I was wasteful wrong And that's why I blake shit Was hyper as a kid old that's a teenager On my mobile calling big shots on a team major, packing hundreds in my drawers Fuck the law, bitches I fuck with a passion I'm living rough and raw, Catching cases at a fast rate, balling in the fast lane Hustle till the and never stop until the cash came Live my life as a thug nigga, until the day I die Live my life as a boss play, cause even getting hot. These niggas got me tossing shit I put the top down, now it's time to floss my shit Keep your head up nigga, make these motherfuckers up Rubber. The money is mandatory. The hose is for the strap stress. This criminal lifestyle. He equipped with the bulletproof vest. Make sure your eyes is on the meal ticket. Get your money, motherfucker. Let's get rich and real. We'll kick it. All eyes on me. Little life is a dog nigga, until the day I die. Little life is a boss player. All eyes on me. All eyes on me. Little life is a dog nigga, until the day I die. Little life is a boss player. All eyes on me. All eyes on me. Yeah. Pay attention, my niggas. See how that shit go? Nigga walk up in this motherfucker. He be like, ping. In my life with some thug nigga. Till the day I die. Living my life with some bitches, Cause he been getting hot. Every motherfucker. I got busters, hoes, and police watching a nigga, you know? Live my life with some thug nigga. Till the day I die. Live my life with some false place All eyes on me. <laughs> Like what they think, I'm walking around with some keys in my pocket They think I'm going back to jail Ain't really on that dope. Let me like it's a thug nigga till the dead top I know y'all watching I know y'all got me in the scope I know y'all know this is thug life. Y'all got me on the surveillance, huh? But I'm knowing